Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Ron Duguay's girlfriend is Sarah Palin, and I love Sarah Palin. So he says, hey, uh, Sid, by the way, Sarah wanted you to see this. She said uh, his take on Israel is right on. Using his influence for good in the matter is appreciated. He had balls to get out there early and voice support. He did not wait to see which way the winds were blowing. Instead, he helped direct the wind, Sarah. So I'm going to talk to Dukes here because I love Dukes, and he's my favorite ranger ever, even ahead of Mark Messier. But I have a special place for his girlfriend, Sarah Palin, right about now. Doogie, what's going on, brother? Hey, good morning, Sid. Yeah, those were really kind words and accurate words from Sarah this morning because I'm talking to her. She's on her way to New York now. We're going to meet each other. She will be there at the ball. She's excited to see you. couple, Ron Duguay and Sarah Palin, in attendance last night. Ronnie, one of the three honorees with Detective John and me at this beautiful Stephen Van Zandt policeman's ball. And he looked great in his velvet jacket. Sarah Palin looked beautiful as well. In fact, I took a picture. And I look great in this picture. Not good, great. And I put it on Instagram and Facebook. It's me, Ronnie, and Sarah. Somebody wrote, what a great picture. Who would have thought you're the third prettiest of the bunch? Well, they're a good-looking couple and wonderful people. And Ronnie had a great speech last night, too. He was very, very nice to me in that speech. And I meant what I said, Dugay, my favorite Ranger, my next guest, who has season tickets for the Rangers. In fact, tomorrow night, me and my son Gabriel sitting in his seats for the Rangers and the Sabres. Yes, he's the world's best defense attorney in the world. Donald Trump's attorney, my attorney at one point. But he loves his Rangers. I'm not sure he uh, agrees with me or has the same feeling, Duguay being his favorite. But here he is, the great Joseph Tacopina. Good morning, Joseph. You know, you know exactly how to push my buttons this early in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I was screaming, screaming when you are saying Ron Duguay is your favorite Ranger ever over Mark Messier. Yeah. He's your favorite last night because you were with There's no <laughs> way Ron Duguay well, let, let me say this. Let me say, more, I'll tell you why. Favorite Ranger of yours well, let me tell you Messier. why. Let me tell you why. Because, yes, Mess helped deliver the cup in 1994. But in my household, Joe, when I grew up, my father was my Little League coach for everything. And he was my sports guy, right? He was my baseball and football coach. My dad was not a winter sports guy. He didn't bottle the Knicks. He didn't bottle the Rangers. I started to bottle those teams, believe it or not, because of you guys at Poly Prep. You, Danny Fogliano, all you morons. And then, because you're Islander fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then... I became this rabid Ranger fan, 
And I remember rooting so hard in the early 1980s for Duguay, who had a 40-goal season in 1977, and those Ranger teams. But you guys were just better. We didn't have Bossy and Trottier and Gillies and Nystrom, and we lost every year. But Duguay was so good. So without Ron Duguay, I don't even follow Mark Messier in 1994. Yeah, you just like his hair. I mean, come on. I did like his hair, yeah. Yeah. Dado, what's the other, Carol Alt or something? Yeah. Yes. Carol, oh, no, 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 no. Kim, Kim Alexis. Okay, okay. He married supermodel. Uh, Carol Alt, I think, was with Alexi Yashin from the Islanders, I think. No, that was Greshner. She was Greshner. Oh, Greshner, that's right, yes. Ronnie yes. Greshner, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. By the way, I'm glad you had a good time last night, but, boy, did I catch heat at Bo Dito's party because you weren't there. I know. I mean, I Police Commissioner Eddie Caban and I were saying, are we going to wait for Sid, or are we just going to all night? How well, long you, know, you, know, you know what's funny? It feels like he's coming. You know what's funny? Here I'm at the policeman's ball, right? So, Joseph, they've got the head of the DEA, Paul DiGiacomo. They've got the former police commissioner, Keyshawn Sewell. They've got every major outside of Kemper uh, at that party last night, and yet the police commissioner, who belonged with me, quite frankly, at the policeman's ball, is having dinner with you and Bo Deal. How do you make sense of that? Because he's a real guy. He's not a politician. <laughs> Eddie Caban was a great cop and a great guy. I love him, too. He became police commissioner. Yeah, I love and him, And then too. what happens is he becomes police commissioner, and he's still a great guy and a yeah. great cop. And no, I love him, cop. too. I know. So I do love he's Eddie. Just, yeah. He's a godsend, that guy. He's he's the real deal, um, and he's a great leader. So he's, I mean, Eddie Caban is a, is a big No, guy. listen, he, he's a terrific guy. I told you, after October 7th, I called him. I said, hey, Eddie. I'm the biggest voice in the city. He knows that. He loves this show. And I'm Jewish. And uh, my wife is afraid for me to go to work. It was five days after the attacks when they were calling for the global jihad. And I said, uh, Eddie, my wife is nervous, me coming into the city. He said, what do you want me to do? I'll send I'll send cars to your house. I'll send cars. To, I swear to God, I'll send cars yeah. to the station. He didn't know what to do first, this guy. So... I love him, too, uh, Eddie Caban. Yeah. But I want to I get to Trump because everybody knows, of course, you're Donald Trump's attorney on not one but two of his cases. But, of course, he consults you, as he should, on just about everything. What went down in uh, Colorado, Joseph, a couple of days ago, was that about as grotesque as an issue you've ever seen, ever? It's, it was, it's, you know, listen, here's what I want to say about this. And I'm not doing it as a partisan one way or another. Forget who I represent or don't represent I'm doing it as an American, as someone who, like, really believes in the, the rule of law. I, I, you know, whether you love Donald Trump or you hate Donald Trump, this ruling, this Colorado Supreme Court decision is so offensive to the principles of American constitutional values. It's so offensive. You have, I mean, first of all, they, they, they just can't help themselves. They're going to put him in office. All the things they're trying to do to keep him out of office are going to put him in office. It, it, it's, you know, it's, it's unbelievable because when you think about it, the steps they're taking to try and they're, – they're breaking constitutional you know, precedent <laughs> by trying to keep him out of office. And they're only reinforcing conservatives' prior beliefs to push. And, and, and they're also persuading voters who may have been leaning away a little bit from the president – to go back to him, because what's, what just happened in Colorado is stunning to me. I mean, I believe that the Supreme Court's going to overturn this 9-0, not 8-1 to two, eight to one or 7-2, or 9-0. I think this, they're going to come down hard on this because you're taking away the citizens' right to determine the next president. And look, it would be different. They would have a different case who were convicted of a felony or convicted of the act of insurrection. be different. 
they'd have a, a different type of argument there because there's been an adjudication, a fact finding. There's been who's the fact finder that claims he su- su- supported an insurrection? Who, where has that fact been ever determined? Never, ever. So it's amazing to me that they would say he can't be on the ballot because he supported insurrection. He abated an insurrection. Yet there's been no finding that he ever did that. That's offensive as a lawyer yeah. that, that someone could be you know, adjudicated guilty without having due process. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Oh, true. Excellent job, Joseph Tacopina. By the way, Bo Dito tells me that uh, the mayor, who was rumored to maybe come to my party last night, was also with you and uh, Bo and Eddie Caban and all those guys at Bo's party. Is that right? Yeah, but I would just mention the most important person, Eddie Caban. But, yeah, the mayor was <laughs> yeah. there also. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, Bo, you know, Bo. Bo is, he gets them all. If uh, I told what, you who was in that room, there are, there. so you have the police commissioner, right? You have the right. mayor. Yeah. Then you have... Some people on the, I'm talking about the opposite side. Of the I understand. Side. I know who they are. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah, I know who they are. It's like only there. Only there. Oh, by happen. the way, they, 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 ha- they happen to be great people with uh, uh, more with bigger moral aptitude than uh, than all the folks who act as if those people you're talking What about, uh, was Charlie Gasparino there? You know, I didn't see Charlie. I saw Charlie a few days ago, and okay. we, we were laughing about something, but I didn't see Charlie there last night. Joe Grano was there. Yeah. Um, what about Scaramucci? Important people. Mike Zerbolo, the Yeah, Mike is a great guy. What about, uh, what about the, was Anthony Scaramucci there? I didn't see Scaramucci. No, I didn't no. stay the whole thing. When I found out you weren't coming, I was sort of... You left, right, of course. Everybody my, did. I you know, <laughs> the air out of my, my, my balloon, so I left. But... But, you know, so I don't know. I didn't do, I didn't say until very late. You are funny. So is uh, is Vin Diesel going to prison for the rest of his life? It's not even that. Oh my God! You know, you know. Here we are again. Here we are again. It's it's it's. You know, I just don't know what to make of this anymore. It's first of all, he's not charged criminally, and people always blur those lines. When someone makes a an allegation of sexual assault, rape, 13, 20, 40, 50 years in the case of Steven Tyler later, um, people think that's a crime. They're not being charged with a crime, and, and no one ever brings these cases to the police. This, this is look. I don't know what happened in that hotel room 13 years ago with someone that was employed by Vin Diesel for nine days. I don't know. <laughs> but I do know that this allegation was never raised before to anyone, to anyone, and it was never brought to his attention. But 13 years later, when it seems like it's just okay to say, hey, 44 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, uh, this guy grabbed my my butt. You know, and I didn't ask him to, and I didn't want him to, and now I need millions of dollars because I've not been right since then. And and no one's ever, and God forbid you you challenge that allegation, 
you're now victimizing yep. the victim again. Yep. Who, who hasn't been adjudicated a victim? We're back right. to that same old story, Nonsense. Right? right. It's just to me, it's unbelievable. You want, you know, if it really happened, if it really happened, go to the police. Go to the police and make the allegations. Because you know right. what happens when you go to the police? They do an investigation. Sure. It's not a civil suit where some lawyer files a suit in court and says, we need $15 million to be made whole, $5 million, one million, whatever it is. It, it, go to the police where they do a real investigation and see if there's evidence to corroborate a 13-year-old claim that's never been raised before. It's it's every week now. Look, look, you know, a P. Diddy, right? I mean, that poor guy. Well, I don't, you know, whatever happened, happened again. I'm, I wasn't there, but he had a case that was filed against him, and he settled a day later, which. Legally speaking, strategically, I don't know if that was the best thing to do. It was if, stupid. If, it was if stupid. You if you're going to resolve the case, you resolve it before they file the lawsuit, right. not one day after. Right. Because when you resolve the case one day after they file the lawsuit, the floodgates open. And yep. sure enough, yep. Yep. this guy's now being hit. Every woman he ever met is suing him. And, and it seems like the only way to overcome that is to take one to trial because you can't – because now he's a, he's a, he's a pinata. He's just a pinata. Yeah. Yep. And, it's, again, I am not – not minimizing the claims of sexual assault or the acts of sexual assault. They're horrible things that happen. I was a sex crimes prosecutor, Sid, for a while, as you know. It's it's horrible. What I don't like is when things arise for the first time 15, 20, 30 years later, yep. first time an allegation is made, and it's not done to the police or law enforcement where real investigations can happen. It's done through a civil lawyer asking for money, and there's no corroborative evidence. How do you defend a charge like that? How do you defend it? And now Vin Diesel, no matter what happens here, is this is what he's got to be remembered yeah. for. And uh, I have a problem with that. Me too. Final 60 seconds, Joseph. And uh, before I get to the final 60 seconds, I want to thank you. I mean, you've been my friend for uh, 46, 47 years, not just a friend, a brother, my best friend. And uh, you do an amazing job at this show. I love when you're on. So does Danielle. So do all my listeners. So I want to thank you for an amazing, amazing year of appearances. And really starting the ball rolling with this relationship between me and President Trump. That started with you on your trip to Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Uh, but I did right. uh, see a letter that you sent me earlier this morning oh. from an old poly prep friend of ours. And all this is directed towards your beautiful grandson, Theo, who, if he's not here now, is coming in from London over the next couple of days. Tell me about that. Yeah, Harold Therer, who is a, a, an accomplished children's book author and a former Poly alum, is a big fan of your show, Sid. So, right. you know, Harold, I knew the name. We, he was way before me, so I didn't, you know, way before us, so we, we didn't really know him. But, but um, you know, he listened to your show, sent me this beautiful letter about his you know, one of his books, he has this, this award-winning book, this Mom's Choice award-winning book called Hey, Dad, Let's Have a Catch. And he oh. sent it to Theo, signed, and said, look, I thought this would be particularly, you know, uh, enjoyable for your for your grandson, Theo. And he wrote the letter because he's a big fan of yours. They listened to the show. So Harold, who is this, a really accomplished author, was sent over this book with a beautiful note. Nice. And it's really, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it's amazing the reach of your program. And, and how many people you touch and how many – when I was at Boston last night, again, so many people, you know, came up to me and whatever they know my cases and things of that nature. I'm seeing me on TV, but a lot, almost all of them reference you and us and our relationship and the way oh. we do our thing here. And it was it was really nice to see. Too bad you weren't there. I know. Um, but, but Nick <laughs> – but, but, but Bo wasn't stopped texting me. Nick Pelleggi, Judge Toros, the guy from Godfather of Harlem. So you yeah, had a lot of very yeah, – They're all there. <laughs> they're all there. It's not me. Uh, listen, I love you to pieces – Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, your beautiful wife, Trish, all your children, your grandson, Theo. And, again, I want to thank you for uh, for 46 years of an amazing friendship, but for all you do for this program. We really love you here, Joseph. Thank you so much. Okay, brother.
Take care. Joseph Tacopino right there.